Hello, pretzels, and welcome back to the tripod. We are back. We are here to entertain. We are here to offend. We are here to inform. And we're going to kick this show off with NXT. Uh, Women's Championship Tournament continued. It's Cora Jade versus Fallon. It was a quick match. A decent action, but Cora puts Fallon away with a double arm DDT. Lyra comes out and trash talks Cora. All the women are backstage watching. Kiana talks trash to Thea. Thea says she will beat Kiana. Kiana says, don't you need a permission slip? Uh, then asks Duke, and he goes, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. He's grading papers or whatever. Kind of funny. Uh, Tyler Great and Wes meditate, but the dude, dad, and Gacy attack because their friendship is fake. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but that's how the cookie crumbles, folks. Uh, Cesar, what'd you think? Corey Jade versus Fallon to kick off NXT. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, both these ladies can wrestle. Corey Jade coming out here, trying, you know, thinking she's gonna use that stick to beat on bitches and then you know, throwing it outside. I was working over old Fallon's uh, old Fallon's knee here, you know, twerking that knee game and then uh, set her up for that DDT. I'm all mad at it. It was a good match. Way to keep it going. And then, yeah, she want to talk some trash. An old bird bitch going to fly out here. You know what I'm saying? Looking like she need to get her ass and some hot grease for three minutes so I can get some chicken wings or some bullshit. And then she won't talk that trash. Then you had Kiana. Kiana in the back hating, you know. You know, she got number hating hate in her heart now. She ain't getting no dick on the regular. So, you know, she hating. And old Thea said, your bitch ass ain't in the tournament neither no more, ho. So you trash. Uh, then, yeah, they're going to have a match. Old Dookie just sitting there. Uh, yeah, it was a good start. It was a good start. Good start. Sticks. Cora versus Fallon. A solid opener. I mean, you can tell both girls are getting better. Uh, Cora worked over the knee, allowed that to come into play, allowed her to hit the uh, double arm DDT for the dub. She walks over to the championship, her and the Bird Chica. Start trash talking, probably basically telling her you can't cut a fucking promo. I'm going to fucking just mollywop you on the mic. Uh, all that beautiful, good stuff. Uh, backstage, we had all the women. Uh, Kiana, like Cesar said, probably ain't getting that, ain't getting that country grit dick. So she a little angry. Mm -hmm. uh, Thea picking a, picking a fight with her. Uh, Kiana basically telling her if she asking her if she's going to get permission from from Andre Chase to chase you. Uh, got substitute teacher Duke in the back acting like he grading pay papers, which he probably is. I mean, you know he ain't paying attention to that room full of women, so mm -hmm. probably papers. Not, not doodle. He's doodling uh, naked men on the pictures too. Maybe who knows? Uh, mm -hmm. Ends up handing out handing out permission slip. Allow uh, you to face uh, Keanu later on the match. Uh, so not a bad uh, solid opener, and not a bad backstage segment following up that match. Up next, Trick and Mello pull up and head to the ring. They pass Dempsey and Gulak on the way. Mm -hmm. At NXT Battleground, they're going to be in Mello's backyard, and he don't bark. He bites. Come on out, big booty brawn, Trick says. Dempsey and Gulak head to the ring. They feel disrespected. The crowd chants, Willy Wonka. <laughs> and I've, I'm known to make fun of fuckers. And how did I not think of that fucking insult? That was a perfect insult for mm -hmm. old Dempsey. Uh, Trick proposes a tag match with Trick and Mellow Gang. Brawl ensues. The Thin Boss Man attempts to cut his intense NYPD Blue video promo. Dragonoff spoils it. Things get intense and cinematic. 
Uh, Danny Palmer was attacked by a mysterious hooded person. They're continuing that shit. Uh, Sticks, Trick and Mellow Gang, to the ring, Dempsey and Gulak, or Willy Wonka, I should say, uh, interfere. What'd you think? Yeah, Trick and Mellow show up in a sweet vehicle, breeze right on past uh, Charlie and, and Gabba Gulak. Uh, essentially, I think they change a little bit of words, make it out there. Trick and Mellow run down Braun. Uh, Willie and his Oompa Loompa come out, go back and forth, make that match. Good for uh, good for Charlie and his Oompa Loompa. I'm gonna get some TV time, work on his tag team against a well oiled machine. I uh, put the emphasis on oiled with uh, Trick and Mellow Gang. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, then we had a uh, Die Jack backstage. Good cop, bad cop, mostly mostly bad cop. Uh, talking about how he's gonna break dragon off and uh dragon off storms in tells him he doesn't he can't be broken and uh sets up for something that for some segments we get to see uh further on down the episode so not too not too bad not too bad i love the intense camera angles and the way they stared off into the distance like like it was a novella or something it, it was fucking funny like it, it was everything a, a 90s Van Damme movie like we loved about it and it was just the beginning because this was throughout the entire night things get kinky but until then Cesar what do you think of Trick and Mellow Gang coming out and Willy Wonka and uh, Gulak yeah I don't know why these niggas riding around in a Beamer with no shirts on and 8 pounds baby oil just greased up more than a crib of ham to, <laughs> to crackers out here riding with the top down Know that baby old. I know that wind was cold. That baby all flowing on that shit. Yeah, just no shirts on again. They come in there, push past two crackers. You know, I think Trick really was like, get out of my way, Whitey. Nobody cares about you. And then uh, they go out to the rang, Trick and Mellow Gang, calling out old Big Booty Braun with his ratchet ass. They want him in the rang. And then, yeah, these two crackers, Willy Wonka and now whatever uh Augustus Goop whatever the fucking one of the other characters is old old granddad from the fucking bed who couldn't walk till the nigga learned they could win a chocolate factory with his fake having ass you know what i'm saying these niggas walk out here sorry these crackers these crackers walk out here and have the have the caucasity to get themselves in the ring with trick and mellow gang sitting right there talking that talk and you know, Saying who is you? Yeah, Willie Wonka looking cracker and Drew Gulag, Gabba Gulag, Gabba Gulag. You ain't been relevant since Enzo. You think you gonna walk in the Trick and Mellow Gang's ring and talk to them any kind of way? You see, if I was Trick, I'd kick nigga in his mouth right there. I'd have slapped him with three pounds of baby oil so he couldn't see, and then kicked him right in his ass. But you know, you know, we gotta save that for later. Save that for later. But yeah, I thought it was a good setup for some shit. Uh, Trick and Mellow Gang ain't never bad. Uh, the first of many segments with the yeah. thin boss man in uh, Dragon Off. This nigga sitting in a dark ass room with shades on, a smoke machine, and an NYPD stick that he trying to shove up somebody's ass out here talking. But he break every, I break everybody. What? Well, well, pause, man. Pause. Why you got the NYPD stick trying to break people off in their ass? Calm the fuck down, man. It's just wrestling show. And yeah, here comes old Dragon Off. This crazy cracker talking about some shit. He said, pain makes me feel alive. And then uh, I, I don't, 
no, we'll get to the other parts, but yeah, they just sitting there hating each other in a small ass room. You know what I'm saying? You could whoop each other's ass in the ring. I would be thoroughly entertained by that. But I, I was still thoroughly entertained by this year. So yeah, it's gonna be some good shit. It was a start of many intense segments with those two, but up next, it's the Creeds with Ivy versus the Doodad with all teeth. A wrestling clinic to start with, Julius and Fowler. This is gonna be a banger already. It seems like the doodad are going back to their grizzled young ways. Creed suplex swapping crackers. Incredible tag action here. These two teams fighting like they're all best friends. Long commercial picture in picture. They're just trading holds. Brutus smash. He then hits right back to old finisher on Jagger. Uh, this tag match getting plenty of time. Stereo 450s by Jagger and Julius. Fowler fucking with Ivy. All Teeth tries to attack but gets locked in Dragon Sleeper by Ivy. Julius picks up the win for the Creeds. Not sure if Julius was the legal man, but oh well, still a great match. Uh, Tony D and Stax eating dinner at Fresca. Stax gets a business call. Then the motherfucking Popo pick up Tony. Fuck the police. I said it. You they damn right. Tony for questioning. Uh, Creed's then get on commentary and challenge Gallus at Battleground for the tag titles a lot in a short amount of time, Caesar. What do you think about the Creed's versus old doodad? Yeah, this was a good ass match here. This is classic tag team wrestling. Book was def book was cooning all over this shit. Uh but yeah, these dudes, man, these dudes was putting on a master class on how to wrestle. Uh yeah, at one point, then that cracker hit a Northern Lights and had the other cracker pinned. He had pinned them both at one point. Pinned they both. both yeah, that boy. I'm telling you, man. Look, I'm telling you. That boy, that boy Julius, everybody says he'd be the one if they broke away. But don't sleep. Don't sleep on Brutus. He got all the moves. He got the Brutus bomb and shit. They ain't even got names for that other cracker shit. And then, uh, yeah, man, they, they was in a master class of wrestling. This is a great show. Uh, Book was like, Book was like, what? What you mean? Cheating? That's just a fishing tag team wrestling, Vic. That's <laughs> strategy, Vic. Yeah, that's strategy, Vic. Book was cooning all over this shit. His cooning meter was at a 15 out of 10. He was all over this shit. Uh, motherfucker was about to start digging through the trash and had dark circles under his eyes. He was, he was tuning so hard. Uh, this motherfucker here. And then, uh, then uh, yeah, none of them were the legal men. The 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 legal men got hit with the four fifties and rolled outside the ring to set up the finish, and both the guys inside were not legal. I knew at the it. Time of the pin. Yeah, I were I wound back and watched it twice. I was like, wait, I don't think he was legal. How did this shit count? And I was like, it wasn't legal. I was like, none of them were legal. The legal guys were outside. They should be counted out. So if I was if I was the GY doodad, I'd be like, you ain't beat us. You cheated. Because uh, your ass won't legal and that crocker won't legal, so you couldn't have pinned him no way. And yo, yeah, old Ivy snaked that hoe in the dragon sleeper. Oh, the old teeth couldn't do nothing. She was probably trying to bite that muscle, but it's big eye. Them shit's harder than steel, bitch. She was probably trying to probably broke a tooth, chipped a tooth on that shit. Surprised we didn't just see a boulder rolling around the ring from one of her teeth that got chipped when big eye had her in that dragon sleeper, big tooth, bitch. Uh, but yeah, also a good match. I was thoroughly sports entertained. Shit was good. Tony D getting busted by the Popo. Man, fuck them pigs. Man, yeah. you, you can tell me. You can tell me. Yeah, yeah. First of all, first of all, where, where are they getting these cops from? 
we all know these cops don't care about shit. You know, if I was a white man on NXT, I would say the cops are racist because there was 18 niggas at one time and ain't nobody get shot. Nobody got shot. It was a brawl and they arrested no, Joe Coffey's racist ass and, and the other two crackers. They arrested three crackers when there was a whole bunch of niggas in the front row. This is Florida. This is Florida now. I guess I guess all, everywhere around the world, you know, cops are racist. They hate, you know, tan-colored people. But in Florida, in Miami, that evil parking lot, they just be arresting cracker after cracker. Boy, y'all can't catch a break down in Florida. He's sitting there having a meal. What's wrong with having a meal? I'm having a meal. My favorite restaurant. I'm trying to eat. The damn spaghetti getting cold. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to dip my garlic bread in it. And you going to talk about let's have a talk. No, nigga, you better talk to me here while I eat this spaghetti. That's where you get fucking police. Stack's going to shoot somebody. He going to shoot them police in the middle of the ring. And I can quit watching this shit and go about my life and, you know, live free from this, this fuckery. Dude, Stack's better start shooting people. He breaking that that jacket back with the with the falcon on it and start shooting people and shit. I don't know what bird he had on. It's probably a chicken or some shit. I don't care. Start shooting people. Fuck, fuck the police. Free, free my nigga Tony D. He ain't do nothing. Gotta get me a free Tony D shirt. Put that shit on the shop, Vince. Free Tony D. Six. The Creeds versus the Doodad. Guys, this was a hell of a match. This might be the best match that the Creeds have had in their NXT career, and that's saying a lot. I mean, this was two tag teams with experience that went out there and put on a fucking show. I mean, this was, this was, I, I think this was free money. I mean, this was a hell of a match to have on a, on a Tuesday night on USA network. I mean, both these teams put on a clinic, like, like you said, I mean, Brutus showed that, Hey, he holds his weight in that tag team. Julius isn't the only one that if they, with whenever they get called up to the main roster, if they split them up, Brutus could Bruce could hold his own, man. This this match was goddamn if this wasn't a five star in a Tokyo Dome match. I mean, this was damn good. I mean, I was thoroughly, like Cesar said, I was thoroughly sports entertained and I was thoroughly just wrestling entertained. I mean, this was so good. Um, like you said, I mean, there was a little bit of questioning on the uh, legal competitors, but you yeah, have a match like that. Damn, I, I could I, I could overlook that. I mean, just the the match itself was so great. Being able to sprinkle Ivy in there with her history with all teeth, being able to choke that bitch out. I mean, that was damn good. I mean, this <clears throat> I hope to keep all three together for a little bit longer. I mean, they all three work so well together. I mean, this was damn good to have in damn near in the middle of the middle of the TV show, the middle of NXT, and Tony D and Stax, man, my, my, my guy's here. Stax gets a phone call, got some fuck shit going on down at the harbor. Tony D getting ready to, to enjoy a meal that, that looked like Bobby Flay put together that he probably got charged $700 for. Stax cop show up, man. He got, what, one spoon. He was able to take one spoon in and eat it, and then he just put the spoon down and said, okay, let's go. Man, at least let the That's guy. The biggest crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least let the guy finish the finish the the dish, man. I mean, or get it to go plate or something. Yeah, I mean, he ain't going nowhere. There's two of you. What do you think's gonna happen? I mean, the guy was being cooperative. He's being cooperative. What's he gonna do? He act like he was a runner. They let him finish his meal. All three go down, talk mm-hmm. it out, find out that it's not true. 
and let the poor guy go. I mean, this got some shady stuff going on, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, let the guy finish his seven hundred dollar Bobby Play. They was hating. They was hating because they couldn't afford it. That's what this really was. Yeah. They was hating. They couldn't. They ain't got seven hundred dollars to get spaghetti meal, Bobby Flay meal, hoes, whole ass cops. Supernova Sessions returns. Noam Dar, dressed as MJF Scarf, brings out Dragon Lee. Noam uses Spanish for dummies to try and talk to Lee. Ali says Noam doesn't respect his opponents. Lee is proud of the Mexican people. Lee wants Noam to defend the Heritage Cup. Noam says it's more complicated than that. Nathan Frazier comes out and says the Cup is an annual event. Lee challenges Noam at the battleground for the cup. Nathan says he can call Alicia Fox after he loses. Call back. Uh, Noam says he's going to face Nathan next week. Check, please. Uh, my my thoughts after this segment is Noam Dar is so entertaining. It's the tiny details, his reactions. I didn't write them all down, but if you missed this segment... Go back and watch it. It's very entertaining. And now, now I see why Noam Dar was asked to come back because this dude is pure entertainment. Uh, the level two Spanish books, funny. Uh, the stuff he shouts over Lee and Frazier, shouting for security while stuffing his face. Uh, play that funky music. He is such a slimy, funny hill. I love it. Uh, then we get Dijak torturing Dragonoff in his sex dungeon. Uh, Kenzie with JC ask about her facing Roxanne. There's nothing significant here. Sticks, the Supernova Sessions. What did you think? This was really good. This allowed people to see Noam Dar, uh, get a little insight on him. A lot of people also get a little insight on Dragon Lee. Uh, this was really good, like you said. Uh, this is a perfect thing to be able to have slide in since uh, Grayson Waller is on Friday nights now. They can have they can slide this in, and won't miss a beat. Uh, it was funny, like you said, not only the, the Spanish learning book, but also he had that huge couch, and he had a wooden chair, and basically and told Dragon Lee, "Not nah, nah, chairs for you, chairs for you." Mm -hmm. I some yeah, that was awesome. Um, you're able to to have Nathan Frazier come in, keep that going between him and Noam Dar, introduce that between possibly future match between him and Dragon Lee maybe down the road. I mean, this was a really good segment to have that allowed you to see more of these guys outside of the ring on the mic. And I thought all three did a good job of uh, of doing this. This was really good for them. Before you talk about the next segment, did I miss something? Why did Dragunov agree to be tortured. Was there something I missed at the end of the first segment where he goes, torture me then? Or at the, at the beginning of this segment where he's like, okay, I agree to be tortured. And then it began, like, why did he start torturing him out of nowhere? Nah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't miss anything. I mean, I just I just figured this is kind of what happened with, between Jake and Bresky like a few years ago with, uh, <laughs> you know, Bresky showed up down there probably trying to help him do his taxes. Next thing you know, if I got busted over the head with a with a a slate with a billy club dildo that jake had next thing you know his t-shirt's ripped and he's looking like he's like he don't know what century it is and what day it is so i mean but i mean with uh caesar coin is saying vince would never what these segments that we see 
man, AEW would never, they would never be able to put the production time and all that into to something like this that would help progress a, a storyline of two people like NXT does with uh with with talent like this. I mean, you wouldn't see it. They just kind of quit poem between both of them. Mark Henry would probably say, it's time for the main event. Bam, we're going straight to the ring. I mean, mm-hmm. NXT put, the NXT put the time in. They spread this all out. I mean, they probably filmed it all once, and they made it so that they could dish it out. They could cut it and put it in different ones. This Wait, wait you weren't a fan of the Book of Hobbs? What? Kill yourself. Oh, I, I'm, fa- I'm a fan of Book of Something. But it ain't no Hobbs. It's, it's the man that's. It's another man that's joining us here. I'd rather, I'd rather sit underneath the the learning tree with with uh, Caesar and learn from the book of Caesar. To tell you the truth, the book of Hobbs is basically, basically a, a seeing eye book for uh, for blind people, and they can't stay inside the lines. So, but uh, this is this is another good part of this segment, and the NXT does these. Does he so well? Speaking of Caesar, your thoughts, Caesar, on the return of the Supernova Sessions? Yeah, man, this cracker right here, no Dar. entertaining as fuck. Nigga said, got a whole big plate, some fruit and shit, cut up cantaloupes, you know, probably a little watermelon, you know, little little sweet melon, some grapes. Cracker carrying around that cup. The cracker said, "No man, you sit over there. No, go over there next to that dead ass plant." Yeah, you sit your country ass over there. And I was like, damn, that's just rough. This man done trained his body to be a professional. He done, he done ran up eight ladders and jumped over the wall just to get over here to float on a basketball. But you told him to sit on a little wooden-ass stone, nigga? That's cold, baby. I mean, that's colder than calling INS on his crack ass. That's just cold. But yeah, old, old Dragon Lee, you know, he's sitting there chilling, speaking that broken English, you know what I'm saying? All I heard was, Yo, Kieto, Taco Bell, you know, some shit like that. And then no Dar, man, he was sitting there eating his fruit, reading the Spanish book and shit. Uh, I, I guess he was trying to learn that shit. I, I don't even know what he was saying. That thick-ass accent, bro, that shit is worse than some country twang. All right, no Dar's fuck shit. And then, yeah, he, he gonna tell him he can't fight for the cup. This was very entertaining. That cracker knows how to entertain uh, outside the rang. And Nathan Frazier gonna bring his just like you know, just like just you know, two, two crackers having you know a little conversation. One cracker British, one one cracker Mexican Spanish. You know, and here comes the white man to object his shit in their business. You know what I'm saying? They was having a talk, working their business out. You know what I'm saying? Off, chilling. You know, having a little session. And here comes this random white man with the law. Talking about it has to be defended. Hey, defend these nuts, nigga. Why are you up in my business? Okay. Um, let me talk. Let me talk to this Spanish freak over here. I'm gonna slap him in the face with a bean burrito and call his mama a, a chihuahua, and then I'm getting up out of here, okay? Because that's what I do. No MDR. That's what he does. Then this cracker trying to speak that shit. Don't nobody know that shit. They down in Florida, they don't even speak that shit half the time. They speak, you know, crazy white people Florida language. That's what they do. And his cracker ass gotta come in there and fuck shit up. Was it entertaining? Yes, I was entertained. To the white man had to bring his ass. Where was your white ass at when the police was arresting uh, Tony D, nigga? Huh? Your white ass should have been interrupting some shit there, acting like a lawyer. Call him Bretsky, some shit, country bitch. But I digress. Uh, what was after this? Up next, Trick and Mellow Gang versus Gulak and Dempsey. 
Uh, the yeah. crowd singing oompa loompa doopity doo. Uh, the speed <laughs> of mellow is so impressive. Uh, a little hiccup between Gulak and mellow during a chain sequence. But this is still a great showing by all. Vic and Book bicker about cheap shots. Gulak and Wonka hitting Germans and multiple submissions. But it's nothing but net as Trick and Mellow pick up the win. Mellow calls out Braun again. Braun on Tron. Video message. Braun. Is that cut whiz? Dramatic sting. Uh, Thea hyped for her match while Duke is like, huh? Uh, Noam Dar talking to his cup again says hi to Wendy Williams and I'm sorry Miss Jackson I am for real Noam loves him some chocolate uh, Lash just bitches about lashing out uh, Cesar Trick and Mellow Gang versus Gulak and Dempsey Yeah man so we got Trick and Mellow Gang out here baby old up you know what I'm saying again I don't even know if they lost the baby old from the first time I think they're still baby old up from you know earlier in the show, they just, they were wearing eight pounds of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I think they got a Johnson and Johnson like you know uh, side hustle going on. You know, just you know, just greased up walking around. Yeah, versus Oompa Loompa and uh, Gabagulag, and yeah, yeah, Gabagulag and them they had some mean reversals to get out of some moves, and they were doing some shit. But you know, it's Trick and Mellow Gang, okay? It's Trick and Mellow Gang. We all know Trick and Mellow Gang ain't taking no losses no time soon. They the head niggas in charge. They on top. It's like when Barack was in that house eight years ago. You know, niggas ain't going nowhere. We here to stay. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, get used to fried chicken and grease and shit everywhere. That's probably what it is. Them niggas probably went to KFC and be stealing the grease. Because, you know, Johnson Johnson probably lost some money from their vaccines and COVID because they won't do shit. So, you know, they probably got a KFC deal or Popeye's deal. And they take that cold chicken grease and get lubed up before they come into the rang, you know, smelling like smelling like spicy, spicy chicken and regret. You know what I'm saying? They should bottle that shit. Probably sell like hotcakes. Niggas everywhere putting that shit on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a great match. Great match. Yeah, only that little slight fuck shit in the middle. But yeah, that boy Mellow, that boy Trick, he coming along. We know the other two can wrestle. That nothing but net to finish it off. Perfect. They said they ain't leaving nowhere. They stand in the ring. Then once again, once again, the theme of this show, the theme of this show is a white man being where he ain't supposed to be. First, we got the cops with Tony D. We got Nathan Frazier's white ass in between these niggas in the Heritage Cup. Then we got this crack ass cracker sitting in that bullshit barbershop. Once again, the Puerto Rican nigga ain't cutting no hair. Wait a minute, wait a minute, okay. wait a minute. I thought the second you saw Braun and Cutways, you would have been like, is he gonna? Is he gonna fuck the place? Is he gonna beat everybody up? Like, I thought. I thought. Wait a minute. At first, I thought he was. Star might like this segment, but of course, Once it's again, Jan, it's Yon Maker. So it's Yon Maker. Yeah. Now, if he just started beating people up and throwing people through walls and and maybe <laughs> flung that little nigglet, you know, what I'm saying into the glass, that shit would have been great. That's great. ATV cross-eyed fuck would have got the thumbs up from me. But no, nah, he just gonna sit there and talk. Like everybody else in that bullshit barbershop. Why that nigga had that, that damn shit on? Give me a cut. Cut a what? Shut your bitch ass up. I gotta cut your dumb ass for being in that fake ass barbershop with that Puerto Rican who ain't never cut nobody's head. That nigga has stood behind that chair for I don't know how many goddamn segments. He don't even be holding clippers. 
They don't trust him. That nigga hands probably shaking in stripper booty meat. You know what I'm saying? He nigga can't even hold no goddamn clippers. That bullshit. But yeah, man, that's what I need. I need Braun in there throwing that little nigglet and his daddy around. Don't fucking up the mother crackers. Maybe get one of them bitches or two back in there. He spear one of them bitches through the wall. That's good television right there, girl. That's good television. Man, you know, Book would have been cooning over that shit. Oh, he's taking it to the he's taking it to that Puerto Rican nigga who can't cut no hair. What are you Brown talking about, bed. Book? You're spouting nonsense, Book. Yeah. Oh, that you know that Puerto Rican don't cut shit, Vic. He's just there for sure. Oh, he, he the nigglet, the nigglet went into the glass. The Brown Breaker is crazy. He's out here. <laughs> this is good. This is you good. should be ashamed of yourself, Book. You shouldn't condone actions like this. What is wrong with you? This shit good TV, Vic. This is good TV. And, you know, some shit like that. that. That shit would be good. That's the kind of shit I want to see. But we digress. Sticks, what did you think of Trick and Mellow Gang versus Gulak and Dempsey? It was a good tag team match. Uh, we all know Trick Mellow, great tag team. They, they, they compliment each other. On the mic, then when put together as a team, these guys go together. When we see Trick Willie, he's gone, has uh, improved leaps and bounds. As a singles guy, put him in a tag team this week. Don't miss a beat. And we had a little bit of a hiccup with Mello. But, I mean, that shit's going to happen. I mean, that's just going to happen. Drew and Charlie, good tag team. I mean, if thrown and put put together in a tag team tournament or even tag team match, they're serviceable. They're good. Uh, they play. They do a good job being heels. So it's a good tag team match to have. Like you said, Mello and Trick aren't gonna go nowhere. Ron showed up at the, the world famous Cut Wiz, talking like he gonna get a fucking cut. And this guy has his dad do his fucking cuts. We know his dad can't fucking cut worth a shit. Probably can't see worth a shit. So man, showing up in enemy territory. Everybody all standing around like he's getting ready. To bust in for, for INS and maybe some some illegal narcotics. I mean, the, the Puerto Rican dude's wearing a goddamn Finn Balor t-shirt. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't even know how to spell Finn, bro? Come on now, man. Nope. But uh, maybe we're talking about maybe he's gonna make his way there to the arena, tricking mellow, saying that they're gonna be, they'll be there waiting for him and what you bad little team going forward. What you didn't see was the setup to that. Uh, the old dog-faced gremlin walked his son into the chair and goes, now you don't give my son no faggot haircut, all right? That's not right. You cut that hair. He probably said it. He, probably <laughs> she, said it. He, told, he told the barber to give him the kid's cut, probably. <laughs> Where's the booster seat? God damn it. He probably said it. Up next, Theo with Duke versus Kiana James. Thea with Duke. I think Kiana would benefit from breast implants. Uh, Duke has been grading papers the entire episode. Kiana is still trying to use her purse to attack. Duke pretending to support Thea, then goes right back to grading is so damn entertaining. Uh, It's the details, people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Take notes, Tony Skeets. Uh, Thea would be too much for me in the bed. I'd be out of breath and she'd still be backing into the dick. You'd have to choke her ass out in order to calm her down. 401k, Kiana wins. Thea hugs Duke, and he is still grading. Uh, Tank and Hank backstage with BJ. Tank got a new tooth. Briggs said beating the shit out of each other got them closer. 
Tank says he and Hank should do the same next week. Uh, well, none of the other stuff is even worth talking about. Cesar, Thea versus Kiana. Yeah, you know, Thea out here. They got faith in Kiana. So Thea out here, you know, test her metal. She was looking good. She was looking good. You know what I'm saying? She out here doing work, doing dirt, keeping Kiana on her toes and shit. Out here fighting a bitch. You know, Kiana trying to hit a hit a heifer with that purse. I don't know what's in there. It must be like a metal plated dildo or something. I I got no clue what's in there. Maybe, maybe a you know eight pound uh, jar of baby oil that she stole from Trick and Mellow Gang. I don't know. But yeah, she out here giving it. Yeah, Duke Duke out here doing his damnedest, man. You know, he cracking been grading papers for two weeks. I never see Andre Chase grading papers. So Duke Duke slacking. He's slacking somewhere. Well, book, he's chugging, he's chugging was, talk after NXT, but during NXT, man, he trades papers. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, book, you know, book cooning, per usual. Uh, you know, cooning over the ladies, as he should. Uh, you know, Thea gave a valiant effort, but ended up losing. Yeah, she had that 401k, put that bitch to sleep, and then she crying to Duke. And Duke's like, you know, give her a little pat on the back. It'd be okay, baby. Still grading papers, you know, failing crackers all up in JC, fucking up people's... uh scholarship and all kinds of bullshit but yeah overall good stuff you know he's really doodling dicks he probably is he probably uh is. your thoughts on tank versus hank for next week all right these two crackers gonna fight you know what i'm saying well, what's going on with this show what's going on we used to have mandingo fights every goddamn week then they sold it to these ufc crackers now you want to have all this white on white crime and crackers fighting every week you got, you got, this is what we do. We going to fight. It's going to make us a better tag team. Nigga, in what sense of the word does two people who team together, we going to fight, and then that'll make us a better team? And, and what, what you punch me in the face and kick you in the dick, okay? That is not making us a, a better team because now I want to kick you in the dick every time I see you. Okay, we can't be out here fighting. One of them crackers going to win. One of them crackers going to lose. The cracker going to be salty about it. The next thing you know, they're going to be fighting in a feud and they them broke up a tag team when you need tag team. There's that dumb crack shit, okay? There's some WPS. That's white people shit, if you didn't know, that I've ever heard. There's some country shit. Now, if they was getting drunk and fighting, then now then, then, then that makes sense. If you was going to get drunk and fight, you're going to forget anyway. No, they just going to fight the fight. And they're supposed to make them a better tag team. You better listen to Briggs and Jensen. Them niggas is crazy, okay? They're already countryfied as shit wearing cowboy boots in the ring. Crackers is crazy, okay? Quit, don't don't be listening to them. Do y'all own shit. Don't be like them. Do your own shit. Crazy ass white people. Sticks, Thea versus Kiana. Uh, this is a pretty big step up in uh, competition for Thea. I mean, if you look at especially the way that uh Kiana's been used on uh on TV and on premium live events, but this is a pretty big step up for her, and she she looked pretty good. I mean, she's coming along really well. Uh Kiana being able to pull out that victory for 401k, like Cesar said, she kept going for that purse. Whatever's in there, some whatever's in there, gold brick, gold plated dildo, you know. So maybe a couple of Sebastian's uh, Magnum packs of Magnum Trojans in there for him. I don't know, but uh, I mean, Theo looked good. Duke, Duke staying stay around grading papers, like Cesar said. Andre Chase would never. He knows the time and the place to do that shit. That's not during NXT. He's either he's either having given out free spelling lessons as he's stomping 
crackers or he's handing out Andre Chase University size ass whoopings. Duke's yeah. over here in the corner, grading papers, by doodling naked stick male figures on the papers. Who knows? But uh, that was a good match for Thea. Step up in competition for her. Then Hank and Hank and Tank getting getting fucking just jobbed. I mean, just being being told, well, you know, you guys we beat up each other and we became a tighter tag team. Maybe you guys you can do that. Eh, nah, nah. Like Cesar said, we went from Mandingo matches to now fucking hoss fights. I mean, that's what they were talking yeah, about. Like, hoss fight. Man, I ain't seen two tag team partners fight each other and afterwards embrace afterwards and say, this is what made us a better tag team. Nah, man. Nah, nah. Uh, they talk about Briggs and Jackson used to be NXT UK tag team champions. Man, they won that stuff before they fought. Mm-hmm. Man, this is some bullshit. They just, they just trying to pull the the wool over these guys' eyes, trying to make them fight so that way they ain't got to fucking probably fight them again. But, hey, we're going to get two big, meaty men colliding in the I ring next week. Sure, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's go. Uh, Kenzie with Wesley and Tyler, at uh, least Piss, says stay tuned. Wesley goes out to the ring. He mad. Gacy and all teeth on the balcony. He wants the North American Championship. He keeps dragging the big, strong, always name through the mud. Cue Tyler Great. He wants to shut up Gacy, but he wants the North American Championship as well. Gacy and all teeth keep pushing the fact that Tyler is a backstabber. Wes says he'll face both at Battleground, which is going to be an incredible match. I guarantee it. After a Roxanne Perez video package, we get White Kali with some hoe walk in backstage. Uh, Mr. Stone is was talking to some dude. He's got to be. Attacks him. He is still asking about the weird scarred picture we all lost interest in weeks ago. Uh, technically, the main event wrestling match. Oh, am I frozen? You were frozen. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not anymore. INS, man. INS is on him. He's Unless you're frozen him. right now. Oh, I bet he asked him he's frozen. Now he's frozen again. Both of you guys are frozen. What the hell is happening? Man, it, me, me and him are still connected. Yeah, you're we, we good. Cesar yeah. and myself are good. It's you that keeps going. Yeah, you'll, see, you'll see it when it's posted if you watch it. You guys yeah. are frozen. <clears throat> As I was saying, <laughs> I think. Am I still here? Okay. The main event wrestling match of the night was all J.C. Jane versus Roxanne Perez. Okay. Uh, of course, no, the back and forth between these two. I'm a fan of Roxanne, the underdog woman rebuilding herself. Roxanne fighting with everything she has. I bet Roxanne takes good a good dick in. J.C. puts up a great fight. But pop rocks for the win. Roxanne advances. Tiffany. Stratton yeah, comes out shit. to talk trash to Roxanne. And Gigi jumps JC. I guess that fucking feud's never going to end. Never going to uh, end. Sticks. What did you think of Wesley, Gacy, and the Big Strong Oi setting up their triple threat match for Battleground? Yeah, Joe Gacy planting the seeds of uh, of doubt between Tyler Great and uh, Wesley. And it seemed like there might be a little bit of friction going on there. I mean, like you said, this is going to be a good match. And unfortunately, Joe Gacy's in it. I mean, unless this guy's been putting work, working in the PC. I mean, 
just give me Tyler Great and Wesley. I mean, that'll be a ma- banger of a match. But I mean, I guess, I guess they're trying to make uh, keep Joe Gacy relevant as a as a singles guy, but also the leader of uh, Schism Jism. So, I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, hopefully it'll be a good match. Two out of the three will be good. I mean, we got two out of three when uh, Yon Maker took on JD Jamungus Dome and. Uh, Dragon Zords. So I mean, I guess the best thing we can get out of this is if we get something like that. So, but yeah, not not bad. Nice little setup for a for a triple threat match at uh Battleground. Mm-hmm. You could talk then about J- just talk about JC Jane versus Roxanne uh, next. Yeah, this was a this is a big step up for JC Jane, giving her the the main event match spot, and uh, she didn't do too bad. I mean, she she crushed. She's good for it. I mean, you had a had somebody in Roxanne who's who's been NXT champion, but also been champion in, in Ring of Honor, so she knows how to be able to kind of tread those waters and and help uh, help JC get through this match. And it, it was a good match. I mean, it's a good women's match for the main event. I like how they bookended uh, this week's NXT with the women's matches. So that was a nice little uh, that was a nice thing that they did, and. Uh, yeah, we had I Mangria's mean, girl, you know, Tiffany Stratton coming out talking shit to Roxanne. And then instead of the song that never ends, we're gonna get the feud that never ends. We get we get JC and JJ coming out and jumping her. I mean, I I hope we get the end all be all of this at Battleground. If not, maybe hopefully we get this. As like a final ending at uh maybe next Tuesday I don't know but I mean you gotta you gotta end this we gotta get the toxic ending to this somehow because God if we're still talking about this like three or four months down the road there I mean there's there's long term storytelling there's just dragging dragging something on too long and you gotta end this allow both girls to break free from it and allow both girls to to go their separates and bloom as uh, single stars. But all in all, not a bad main event and uh, not a bad way to match wrestling-wise in NXT. Cesar, the triple threat nope. match has been set. Wesley <clears throat> versus Gacy versus Tyler. Great at Battleground. What did you think is the setup of this? Yeah, you know, Joe, you know Joe Gacy gonna come out there and talk that fuck shit. That's just what he do. He gonna get in people's head, do what he gotta do, talk that fuck shit, uh, split the crackers up. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine and dandy. And still try to cheat to win. Um, so we got another, you know, multi man match for the North American title. I'm not mad at it though. This one should be really good. I mean, Joe Gacy was doing good in that uh fucking what's that cracker shit that uh that uh old shoey boy won. That Iron Survivor match, he, he was good in that shit. So I think a multi-man match will be good for him. He'll be able to get some moves off and sneak some shit in um, while the other two are going to have an absolute banger of a match. But, you know, you got, you got a match with Tyler Great. He, he great with everybody, girl. He ain't worried about that shit. That Tyler Driver boy, he, he, that boy too good. Uh, Wes has been kicking ass and showing off lately, so it's going to be good as well. I'm very excited for this match. Uh, J.C. Jane versus Roxanne Perez. Yeah, this was a good match, too, man. Yeah, like you said, the last wrestling main event came out there. You know, everybody got their shit in. 
Everybody got their moves in. This was real great. You know, book cooning for his girl, as always. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting there excited under the desk, you know, about to stick his dick in some chicken parm. Uh, but, you know, man, he out here showing love. You know, Vic calling the action. Uh, Roxanne ate some table. I mean, this match was real good. They they set up stuff real good. I liked the match. It was a great, great, uh, great main event. Showing they got some trust in JC. Getting a name out there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Build up them, uh, Boot up them next women since, you know, you sent a few up. And uh, this, yeah, overall, great match. Roxanne gets the dub. And then old old uh, titty bitch come out uh, talking about she going to whoop that country ass next week or some shit. Yeah, got, got you know, she had to go see Trick the Mellow Gang and, uh, you know, put some put some of that chicken grease on the titties. You know, she had to walk out there talking that talk, bullshitting. And here comes old Gigi coming out the back. Yeah, I come out her back. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying, blokes. You know what I'm saying, blokes. Yeah, blokes know what I'm talking about. Shout out, blokes. Uh, yeah, she coming out the back. You know what I'm saying? Attacking this hoe, taking it to taking it back to the streets. Yeah, these these bitches just need to put a pistol on a pole match and just shoot a bitch. So I can so I can quit watching this fuck shit and retire happy. Uh. Call it the best match ever. Give it all tens. Book with coon all over that shit. Uh, be skeeting chicken parm everywhere. Bitch get shot in the ring. He gonna be like, this remind me of Houston now, Vic. We out in Atlanta, baby. Shoot that white bitch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm about to door dash all over her face, neck, and titties. Yeah. <laughs> shit, I'm about to. Yeah. And there's one thing me and Gigi about to do, Vic. What's that? Bust. <laughs> so, you know, he gonna be cooning. All over that desk. Uh, but yeah, it was such a good shit, pal. And the main event segment of the night was Trick and Mellow coming back out to call out Braun. But first, we got the final segment of Dragonoff getting raped by the thin boss man. I'm still standing. And then it cuts to fucking thin boss man going. <clears throat> uh, Braun has security with him to protect Braun from Mellow. Mellow says, Braun, you thought you were untouchable until you got touched. That sounded, oh, no. Oh, no. Right, he'll come back. There we go. Is that, okay, there you go. Yep, yep, there you go. You're back. <laughs> and he's like, gone again. This is like my sling TV. <laughs> you might have to drive that? around in the car for the rest of this podcast <laughs> to get that good Wi-Fi. <laughs> where, did, where did I leave off? <laughs> Braun came out with security. Okay. Uh, Mello says Braun. And he's gone again. There he is. There he is. Be kidding right. me. What? Right. He, yeah. Damn it. All right. I'm just going to keep sometimes, doing it. Sometimes we can hear you. It's just that you don't move. <laughs> Goddamn 5G towers fucking everything yeah, up. This, 5G, this yeah. is the sling TV of internet. Uh, <laughs> Mello says, Braun, you thought you were untouchable. Until you got touched. Watched. Sounded very Balls. weird. Uh, Braun calls all of the Boston sports franchises are trash. Uh, no. Braun wants to embarrass Mello in front of his home crowd. Mello flies onto security. Braun attacks security that he brought out. A brawl ensues. Mello kicks Braun in the... Okay, I'm making sure you guys are moving still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Braun kicks... Uh, oh, Mello kicks Braun in the dick, then clobbers Braun with the title. 
A weird ass music plays as the show goes goes off the air. I thought someone was debuting, but no, it was nothing. Uh, Caesar, what the battleground music? What do you think of the final segment of the night? Who'd you ask me or sticks? Caesar. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. Melo finally gets some uh, action in on Braun. Yeah, him and Trick, you know what I'm saying, slizzled over them top ropes, you know, covered security with uh, baby grease. That's why they couldn't get back up. And then they had all them crackers fighting, a little clusterfucky chicken grease everywhere. And then uh, Braun and Melo end up in the ring, you know, just fighting, brawling, tussing. And then, yeah, he was going for the choke slam or some shit and then moves out of that and kicks him right in the dick. What did I say? Just kick him right in the dick. That's all you need to do. You don't, you don't know what to do. Kick him in the dick. It's the theme of the night. Besides the white man being somewhere he ain't had no business being. Uh, yeah, kick him in the dick. Go about your way. Uh, I thought it was good. Wasn't mad at it. Uh, so we'll see what happens uh, uh, on Tuesday for the go-home show. Because I think it's next weekend, right? Yeah, it's next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sticks, your thoughts. The final segment of the night. Good-ass segment. Uh, gets you hyped up for the fight. Uh, thing I liked, Mello kicking Brown the dick and then cracking him over the head with the NXT title. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, most, most of your uh, baby faces, they always – they don't play by the they always play by the rules and do that. Mellow's like, nah, uh, uh, I'm gonna fucking low blow you, then I'm gonna crack you over the head. Liked it. Uh sets us up for the go home show next week. And uh getting kind of hyped for this. I mean, I can't wait to see Mello put Braun back in his place and continue the him era. I, I liked how Vic said, Oh no, Mello has seen this movie before. After he kicked him in the dick because he knew he was gonna he knew he was gonna go for the spear and kill him again. Mm -hmm. Good episode of NXT, of course. Um, the go home episode is coming up uh, this Tuesday. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a quick break. I'll be right back as I fix my internet. And now it's time for the Stixie Drip 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 Pack of the Week. Well, pretzels, once again this week. Impact started off with a banger. We had the X Division champion, Trey Miguel versus Laredo Kid. And this was a banger of a match. Both guys showing how great they are. They talked about uh, Laredo Kid having, I think, a health scare, basically being away for a little while, uh, how he was able to come back and be back to wrestling full time. Uh, Trey pulling the mask off to be able to get that dub. Sneaky way, kind of what the way Trey's been winning matches. So all in all, banger of a, a way to start. Uh, we had Trinity make her Impact Wrestling ring debut against one half of the Knockouts Tag Team Champions, Kylan King. Uh, not bad, not a bad match. I mean, Trinity, formerly known as Naomi. I mean, I've seen her have better matches in WWE, but. Not a bad match to have uh, debuting uh, Macklin and a couple of his cronies jumped uh, PCO. I believe it was like some kind of like big old cement slab. They busted over his back. So that kind of left a little bit of questions of if uh, PCO can uh, make it to the championship match at Under Siege next Friday. And the biggest thing we found out this week, we found out 
who jumped Santino. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Dirty Dango himself. Dirty Dango was found out by both a tripod favorite, a man who you see every week introducing your boys, along with Johnny Swinger and Ziggy Dice. Uh, Dirty Dango's shirt got ripped, and they found the evidence all on his chest. Pointed out to, you know, Johnny Swinger was like, well, that's why you wore a shirt last week in your match. We all believe in the man Joe Hendry himself. Justice is going to come for that dirty son of a gun himself, Dirty Dango. And pretzels, that is the drip-packed of the week. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Dirty Dango does go full heel. Uh I don't I think he had a small heel run when he debuted in WWE because people weren't saying his name right. And that led to the Jericho match at Mania. Uh but yeah, it's gonna be interesting because you know he's probably gonna want to go after the digital media championship as well. So that'll lead to some uh, interesting matches. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that yeah. means. Shit. Uh, luckily for tonight, it means we get to hear from the captain. Uh, Wardlow calls out Christian, wants him to spit in his face. You got to be kidding me. Am I frozen? Yeah. Ugh. Thought I heard him for a second. Okay. There he uh, is. He's back. This is awful. <laughs> Uh, Christian and Super Shredder Saurus come out. Christian about to spit in his face, but a, a brawl ensues. Low blow, a ladder to the face, choke slam through ladder, kill switch on ladder. Wardlow has been dominated. Uh, Sticks, your thoughts on the opening segment of Dynatrash before I freeze again? Uh, yeah, this I go some difference that I have in a match. Obviously, having Orange Cassidy open the match, open the show, they had a uh, Captain, our captain, and uh, Wardlow open up the match, open up the show. Uh, captain, oh, captain, giving him a uh, a lesson on uh, on the mic again, and and uh, how you shouldn't underestimate your opponents. Getting laid out by a ladder, and then getting getting choke slammed on a ladder, and getting kill switched on the ladder. Uh, not a bad way to open up the show. Getting. Uh, Captain, oh, Captain, a little bit of TV time to start off the show. Allowing his uh, Super Shredder right hand of destruction, a little TV time. Not bad, not bad at all. TV time for all and plus the Captain. Cesar, your thoughts on the opening segment of Dinah Trash. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to see Captain uh, come out here and show, you, show them crackers how to do it. Like a goddamn professional. And, of course, we get stuck with bullshit ass Wardlow. You say you gonna spit in my face. Come spit in my face. Captain whooped your monkey ass. Good. Kicked him in his dick too. Good. Love seeing a dumb cracker I don't like no more get kicked in the dick on my TV. Makes me feel better about myself. You know what I'm saying? Once again, white on white crime. Uh, But 
Super Shredder out there, choke slamming crackers, uh, putting them through ladders, breaking ladders, Home Depot sales going up. They need more ladders. And then the kill switch on the ladder. Shit was good. Fuck Warlow's bitch ass up. Uh, Captain, steal his TNT title away. Save TNT title. Shit is a piece of trash. Been a piece of trash since Cody left. Somebody bring some relevancy back to this shit. It better the, be the Captain. The theme of the week on the tripod, dick kicker. Damn right. Fuck yeah. Marvez interviews Bucks in parking lot about Kenny, but the dicks of the KFC attack. Mm-hmm. And time has officially been killed. Uh, Renee and wannabe medic office. I know Cesar is watching Bullshit. that. I'm like, Look at this shit with Wardlow. Uh, Arn storms in and attempts to throw a bag of ice in anger. Uh, Wardlow says he was protecting Arn from stuff like that, then proposes a TNT ladder match at double or nothing. Trash. Oh my god, I just skipped a whole match. Yep. Yep. But first, yeah, Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen versus Shotty Lee and Big Bill. Okay. Uh, what the fuck? Why is this happening? Uh, Pin Fest turned into homoerotic but pinned by Orange Cassidy and Big Shotty. Uh, Bill tossing Darby around like a crash test dummy. Talk about suspending your disbelief. Watching Darby and Orange Cassidy attack Bill is just funny. I was most impressed with Big Shotty. He hit a great finisher, then right into the Gargano escape. Uh, Darby mm-hmm. picks up win after landing a coffin drop, then a headlock take down. Cesar, you can yeah. Tarantino it if you want. You can Tarantino it if you want. But we got the tag match. We got the Bucks getting raped. And we have Ooh. Wardlow in the wannabe medic office. Yeah, so we knew as soon as Big Bill and whatever this nigga want to be called now, walked their country ass to the ring, that uh, they was taking the pin. Uh, these crackers lose more than the Butcher and the Blade on ATW television. You know what I'm saying? These crackers don't never get no dubs. Big Bill ain't shit. Uh, I don't, yeah, who knows why Orange and, uh, and, and Darby was put together. They talked about it, like, on some house shows. They, they worked with each other. You know, this is what happens when you don't book your show properly, and then you have to kill time with your wrestlers until you get to Sunday. This is when they been should have been doing those four-pillar tournament and these four-pillar promos. If you'd been doing this shit now, you just wouldn't have these random fuck shit matches where time was officially been killed. But yeah, uh, no, it was still good. It was some good shit. Uh, the uh, the stun dog millionaire into the code red was a nice spot. Uh, yeah, and then they, them crackers hitting the air raid crash, and then the yeah the the back body shit, whatever Darby calls that fuck shit, and then yeah, hit him with the headlock takeover for the dub. I mean, we knew Big Bill and them was getting pinned, so but yeah, it was a fine fine match. Then uh, yeah, the young cucks. Cracker still got his arm in a sling. I'm, why, why are you showing up at the arena, dumb nigga? Huh? Huh? They asking him about uh, Kenny and shit. And then uh, old Kitty Fonda Club pull up and whoop their monkey ass. And then, yeah, all, all of a sudden now, you know, Stu, Stu, I guess, won't on the, uh, won't on the roster when he gets hurt. Because this nigga was sitting on musical fucking crates that were fucking 
not even locked down. And now all of a sudden Wardlow got ice. It's, it's in a fucking room. There's a door. Arn Anderson looking like shit, throwing ice on the wall. Lord, that what was the fuck so funny. Do? What the fuck was that? That nigga hurt. Let him have the ice. Well, he can't have the ice because he went out there alone. You remember the old the ass would have been folded worse than that ladder. When Grandpa Simpson made the paper and it said, it shows Grandpa Simpson yelling at a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> old man yells at clouds. Like that's what, cloud. yeah. what Arn did with the fucking bag. Arn just mad for no goddamn reason that he can get his monkey ass whooped by the captain. <laughs> Uh, but uh, T Rex throwing, yeah, crack it now. There's a ladder match, yeah. Just just let Christian win this belt, please. That, that's all I need. That's all I, I just need Christian to win this belt so he can bring some uh, some rep, some you know, relevancy back to this bullshit. Otherwise, I, I don't care about Warlow squashing crackers and pile driving hoes every every goddamn week. And then R needs to go sit his ass down. Okay, Cesar, go back to Celtics versus the Heat. Uh, Sticks, what'd you think of Orange Cassidy and Darby versus the Brian Cage Express? Uh, This wasn't a bad tag team match for basically being thrown together. Like Cesar said, as soon as you saw that uh, Big Bell and uh, Tiger style were going to be in this match, you knew who was going to take the L, and uh, Big Bell wasn't going to take that fucking pin. Uh, let's be honest. It's a man who's watched Impact, continues to watch Impact. Big Bill is an Impact. Man shouldn't have left. Man, unless that, unless that check was, unless that check had like seven or eight zeros after it. Man, if you wanted to collect dubs, maybe be featured in some prominent storylines, you would have stayed in Impact. But here you are. You're in the firm. You're in the firm deletion match. Now you're catching L's. And tag team matches, tag team matches that for no reason were just thrown together after a uh, segment that only one man basically carried and saved. But uh, I mean that, that's that's it's AEW. Then we had uh, Bucks in the uh, BCC. One of the Bucks is thrown on like a sixty thousand on the hood of like a sixty thousand dollar Chevy Silverado. I guess if you got money to burn, go ahead and do that. Uh, then we had uh, Arn basically telling Wardlow, rub some fucking dirt on it, yeah, pussy, and get your ass back out there. Wardlow basically <laughs> said, well, this is fine. It's going to be a ladder match. So we're on the way for to Wardlow being a seven-time TNT champion and hopefully maybe – the captain being at least a five-time TNT champion. That's just the way it's going to be. So, I don't know. Running the same playbook that AEW does. Mm -hmm. Typical Wednesday night. Speaking of killing time, uh, Sammy Guevara versus Exodus Prime, the Black Transformer. Uh, Lightning Quick Squash gets on Mike, cuts face promo, all right? After a four-pillar video package, we get Tony and Ring. Brings out the unwanted. FTR jumped him from behind and beat the fuck out of all of them. Dax tossed Jarrett into ring, but Jarrett's head hit the bottom rope. That couldn't have felt good. Uh, Jarrett's wife hit some dick. Oh, here we go. Kick in the dick. With your arm. Uh, And worst collie, double choke slams FTR. (laughs) Followed by a stereo guitar smash over FTR's heads. Uh, Renee with Darby backstage. I can't wait to rewatch 
rewatch this. Did I freeze again? <laughs> Fuck. Did you not hear anything I said? <laughs> this is going to be Did the most cut? rewatched. This is going to be the most rewatched tripod of all time. Did it get and the cut? sad part Audio is me and Stick should be recording over here so you can see what we talking about when you're frozen. And he's frozen again. I keep not even hearing this. Again? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not oh. freezing at all. It says your internet connection is low on the top oh, of my okay. God, this internet sucks. Yeah. I offered to pay for the best internet and they said no. <sighs> this is why God. I got to drive around to upload APBW. Still be good. Still be good. <laughs> uh, Renee with Darby backstage. Yeah. Sammy interrupts. Is he just continuing the show? Sammy says, <laughs> Am I frozen again? You got to be careful. <laughs> Can you hear me? He's probably picking his modem up by blowing Throwing that shit. Throwing that shit. Am I still frozen? No, no, you're good now. We can hear you. So Cesar. Yeah. Sammy versus Exodus Prime. What what did he say? I, I, I don't know. Basically, he's drinking now. He's, he's back. He's back. Darby bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but I think we have to talk about Sammy and the Jarrett. I, I can't tell if he's just got a sad look or if he's drinking. I don't know if he can hear any of this. He oh, moves. There he is. He's oh, moving again. He's trying tears right, in right. his cup of mangria. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait. He's moving again. He's not moving again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Okay, he's still here. Okay, he's still here. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So, fuck Sammy. I don't really care about that spot. He's just talking to shit. I can't tell whether he's heel or face. Uh, yeah, he came out there, killed that cracker, and then just oh, we gotta win the title. Then uh, Uncle Dax and Uncle Dax the Axe and Cash came out there, and Jeff Jarrett and them. Well, no, Jeff Jarrett and them came out there. They had uh, guitars for uh, for FTR, and they, they threw that big curry cracker right through some tables to start with, get his big bitch ass out the way. And they brawling, fucking them crackers up. And then old old uh, Karen Jarrett brings her old crusty wolf pussy stank ass up in that ring. And uh, who she kicks? I think she kicks uh, she kicks old, old Dax in the, in the dick. Uh, or, or Cash, she kicks him right in the dick. And then Jeff Jarrett hitting crackers with the stroke and uh, hitting them with guitars, setting up for this feud. No, yeah, they keep talking about Mark Briscoe because he's the uh, he's the ref that's going to be in the match and he's best friends with everybody. So is he going to call it fair down the line? But uh, whatever. They're, they're just killing time. I mean, they should have did this shit next week because now I don't know what they're going to do next week. They should have did this next week leading into the pay-per-view, but, you know. A dub got a dub. So what 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 you gonna do? Sticks. Uh, we can't tell if he's there or not. So sticks. Oh your turn. Sticks. Your turn. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if there. I don't know what if we had a Darby segment. Or whatever. Yeah. The. Uh, what the fuck do we have after? What do we have before? Yeah, Sammy. Sammy and that cracker. Oh, yeah. The, 
semi squash match against the the guy with the fucking contacts in. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, we gotta listen to this guy pour his heart out. Guy go home goes home to fucking tie mellow every night. I ain't gonna feel sorry for you, bro. I mean, you 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 propose to a fucking one girl on TV. Yeah. That fat bitch. And then, yeah. then you end up cheating on her with it, and you want us to feel sorry for you. Talk about you make mistakes. No, nah, man. No, nah, yeah. man. No, nah. no. Nah, I don't give a fuck if you're in Texas, you're in fucking Florida. Fuck, I don't give a fuck if you're in Alaska. I, I ain't gonna feel sorry for you, man. Then we I feel, had I feel sorry. Feel sorry for that fat bitch who got cheated on because after you proposed to her ass in the middle of that ring, got her shit. all excited, thought she was gonna get some hot Spanish pipe for the rest of her life. Then you traded yeah, that shit in for a fine piece of ass. I don't feel sorry for her. She got her five seconds of fucking fame. Fuck that. She yeah. got fucking proposed to and then got cheated on on TV. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, she probably she went gonna, to the... She's she going to be fine. She's going to probably get free. Yeah. She probably going to be free. She probably going to get free food at fucking Taco Del So for the rest of her fucking life, wherever yeah, she's at down in Texas. She probably, uh, she probably just went back to the trailer park. Started getting uh started getting some dick from all the brothers out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Damn straight. Mm-hmm. And then we getting we got fucking this shit, man. I I I certainly hope after fucking double or nothing. I hope we're done seeing fucking I mean, outside of Jay Lethal, man, I hope we're done seeing fucking Sanjay, Jeff, and then he fucking Bringing resuscitating a fucking corpse of Karen Jarrett. I mean, mm. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I had to sit through and watch this shit in fucking TNA Impact for for a while. Now I got to fucking watch this shit. 2023. This is only fucking AEW in 2023. Yeah. I still get fucking Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett trying to fucking run a goddamn, not, not just a show, but a fucking division. In this goddamn tag division. I mean, for Christ's sakes. Let, send fucking Jeff back to whatever fucking backstage office job you got. Tell Karen to go back and fuck up that goddamn biscuits and gravy that she's probably fucking cooking back home in fucking Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Let's just fucking move on. I mean, Dax and Cash, they don't need this shit. They, mm-hmm. You can give better fucking tag team performances with these two guys than what you're going to get with with fucking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Fuck, you can give Jay Lethal. Fuck, put Jay Lethal and bring fucking Frankie Kazarian back. Fuck. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck, put Christopher Daniels back with fucking Jay Lethal. I, I mean, I'm sure that all three of us, we could fucking put our heads together and find somebody in the back that AEW just got sick back there, probably fake ass injured, sitting on some fucking milk crates, mm-hmm. waiting to get fucking TV time. We could find somebody back there I can put a better fucking match together and segment together than this shit. Instead of having goddamn Jeff Jarrett and his crusty ass, plastic ass fucking wife, Karen Jarrett, there on TV. I mean, this is wasting FTR's time. It's wasting our time. And fuck, man, this is just, this shit fucking grinds my goddamn gears with this shit, with this goddamn show. Speaking of wasting time, Renee with Darby backstage, Sammy interrupts. Sammy says whether it's him, Darby, or Jack, someone needs to take the title from that prick. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Booty Storm and Ruby with Soraya versus Sheeta and the doctor. Doctor. Great shots of Booty Storm's ass. Even Ooh. Ruby's deflated flapjack cheeks are clapping in this uninteresting match. No. Soraya shenanigans. 
A four pretzel match with spray paint to the doctor's eyes. Booty Storm pins the good doctor. The whole time I'm wondering where Rebel Not Reba is. Yep. Uh, sticks. Yep. Renee, Renee with Darby, Sammy, and then the tag match with the ladies. Yeah, uh, Renee of Darby, Darby talking about uh, Pillars match. Sammy comes, basically tries to talk to him, tell him, hey, I'm not going to be with, uh, I'm not going to take the, I'm not going to lie down and take the pin from MJF. Basically telling him, hey, we're all, I'm in this for it too, all that stuff. Setting setting it up for the, for the four Pillars match, saying it's going to gonna be a four-way all against all for the title. Then we had uh, the Outcasts. We had Ruby and uh, Tony. Of course, Soraya, you know, doing what she does best, dicking around outside the ring. Uh, Hikaru Shida and the Doctor, Rip Baker, D.M.D. Her and Holy Shida doing a tag match. They talking about how... Uh, Jamie ain't there because of the injuries she sustained from last week. It was, it was an okay tag match. I mean, Soraya and them, they did their fuck shit. Soraya beating her up, beating up, uh, was I think it was the doctor, and then yelling at the ref that she would, while, while Britt's laying on the ground, yelling at the ref, she, that Britt was gonna, was trying to attack her. I mean, I, I guess it was a good job on Soraya. Playing a heel, but I mean, uh, <laughs> she's got. She's Tony's got four wins in like five days. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's good. But I mean, this this doesn't. I mean, this uh, this kind of only benefits really Cheetah, but I mean, it, do, it doesn't really benefit her because I mean. And I mean, guess I guess you could say it benefits Jamie Hader with her and Tony Storm. But I mean, outside of this, I mean, the the homegrowns have been kind of catching L's and just looking like fools during this whole thing. And it's like, man, I understand if you want to build up your homegrown in this women division, you need to have these and not look so dominant against your homegrown talent. But I mean, I'm not back there. Booking matches and all that stuff, but I mean, it was it was an okay women's tag match. I mean, you got you got your women on on TV. That's a big thing. You got some of your homegrown tag match could have been a lot better. And I, I just I wasn't sports entertained with it. This might be an only audio episode. You guys are both frozen. Uh, we just heard you right now. You guys are uh, Cesar is looking at his phone. Uh, Sticks, okay, Sticks is waving his hands now. Good <laughs> lord, it's fine. Whatever, figured out. As a person who works frozen again, I'm not. I can't hear anything from him. You can't hear me, Sticks. Now we can. No, I can't hear you. And you got the same picture for like the last two minutes. Okay, yeah, this will be a, a fucking strictly audio episode, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Uh, Cesar, do you care about? You know, I forget that. Uh, what did you think of Booty Storm and Ruby versus Sheeta and the Doctor? Uh, yeah, so Sammy's bitch ass crying. Uh, yeah, they they need to beat MJF. Sure, sure, sure. Fine, fine, fine. But yeah, they tagged up. Tag match was pretty good. Uh, yeah, we got them good shots of Booty Storm walking to that ring, mm, just sashaying that thing left and right. I mean, hypnotized. Um, but as always, you know, this match has been going on. She is now back. She's fighting. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Hater, little, you know, but she could be better by, hopefully she's better by pay-per-view. Don't know what the stint of the injury is. I know it's probably somewhere to shoulder or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're hyping this up again. Uh, it looks like Booty Storm versus Jamie Hater. Uh, yeah, no Reba, Rebel, nothing. She's still in the win. I, I hope that she's getting paid. I mean, you know, they ain't using this bitch. Hopefully she got that contract. She getting paid. She getting some dollars. Uh, I thought the match was fine. Of course, we're going to have fuck shit finish. Uh, you know, the outcasts are, uh, you know, just fuck shit finishing everybody. Sure, just beating up all these bitches up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like this doesn't help any. I guess the only person that really helped is Booty Storm because she wants to match with Jamie Hayter. And then yeah, she just back on TV. But she comes back, it's a loss. These bitches are spray painting bitches ever again, all over again. Uh, everybody got their shit in, though. So a little sticks 316. You know, everybody got their shit in. So you can't, you can't be too overall, yeah, mad at that. Up next, Renee interviews Orange Cassidy. This motherfucker says, if you can still hear me, yep. there will be a 21 Blackjack Battle Royal at Double or Nothing for his international championship. If this motherfucker wins a 21 member battle royal, this is going uh, Cesar, let's let's dust this off. Absolute yeah. fuckery. This, this is some absolute fuckery. You are definitely agree with you there. But he's going to do it. I, oh man, I hope he not. He's going to do it. Tony Skeets announces Collision debut June 17th. The logo, it's Nitro-esque. Yet another fucking race wrestling show for ATW. Falls count anywhere. Roddy versus Jericho. Let's see if you guys can hear me describe this shit. Yeah. Uh, Roddy lights up Jericho's chest. These guys fuck each other up all over fans and lobby. Sadly, Tranny Manson. You reffing this? Mm -hmm. Excalibur. I'm drunk now, announces that superstar Billy Graham has passed away, harshing my mellow. They trick and mellow. Get, no, they fight to stairway. This is the only positive I'm going to say about this match. The area in the staircase where they were fighting. Yeah. Number, number one, I did not know that ever existed. But number two, I'm glad Jericho got drunk and stumbled into the stairway the night before. I was like, hey, you know It'll be a good idea, guys. What are we fighting on there? What about the club? But yeah, that was a pretty cool, unique place for them to fight. Uh, the fans are going crazy in the lobby. Roddy jams some Mr. Softy in Jericho's face. He then eats some himself. Mm -hmm. They both look like what Tennessee Goose Sniz look like after the gangbang. Now they fight to the outside of the arena. 
Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Was waiting for him. Jericho gets double teamed and pinned on the outside plant area. Cesar. How many of those 21 men is Orange Cassidy? It just ends right there. Wait, what? Can you hear me? Hello? Cesar? <laughs> I'm about to end this fucking podcast. <laughs> Big ups, Stallion P. <laughs> Ground control, we have problems. Ground control is shit, bro. It's going to be called technical difficulties for no, sure. No shit. Uh, how many oh, of the shit. 21 people is Orange Cassidy? Oh my god, this is some good shit here. <laughs> Did you hear me? I can't, I can't tell if he's gone again. No, I'm right here. Oh, all right. So you, who's, whose turn is it? Or yours, Orange Cassidy, Blackjack Battle Royal. Uh, yeah, well, we all know that's fuck shit. Uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy. Uh, he said, yeah, Vegas, they're going to have a battle royal. If he comes out first and still wins this shit, you can kill yourself right now. Uh, and then up next was, uh, yeah, yeah, the Falls Count Anywhere with Roddy Strong and Jericho. Uh, they put on a pretty solid match, got everywhere. I, the cameraman almost got beat up by a security guard. Uh, that was probably the highlight. Uh, the most interesting way to finish this match is, yeah, we never, I've never seen something like that. Motherfuckers couldn't come in the building, so he takes them out of the building. Then, yeah, old Adam Cole, baby, hits, hits the donkey kick in the back of the leg. Uh, Roddy hits a knee and pins his ass in the dirt. Uh, old Tranny Manson out there, and then, yeah, they walk off into the sunset. Cole and Roddy, so he gets the dub. But, yeah, the Mr. Frosty spot, having him look like Tennessee goo. Cameraman almost getting his monkey ass whipped. Uh, yeah, fans are just uh, the fans in the cheap seats. Got to see it up front when they were in the hallway, throwing him through merch table. Then he pulled, he pulled some trash out of the trash can to wipe his face off. Uh, I was thoroughly sports entertained. Two professionals like these guys fighting through the arena. Uh, was it was uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Sticks your rebuttal. Yeah, this was a uh, orange. Uh, yeah, orange Cassidy talk about fucking twenty one fucking people. Seriously. He's going to fucking win this. I mean, for fuck's sakes. I mean, this is, I mean, mm-hmm. unless, unless they have somebody, I mean, I don't know if he's, who they're going to have in it, but I got to imagine it's probably a bunch of nobodies that are chilling backstage. I mean, they seem pretty fucking dead set on OC at least having a championship. So this one that they pretty much determined it. And then we had, uh, we had Roddy and, and the GOAT, Chris Jericho. This was a really good sports entertainment match. Uh, cameraman got fucking taken out. Goddamn fucking Tranny Manson got in fucking Roddy's way. He's doing the glancing fucking forearms. I mean, this fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of the way. You got one job, bitch. One job. Don't They're fuck it up. Three. Don't get in the way. And what'd you do? You got fucking Roddy's way. You about took your fucking dumb ass out. Mm-hmm. Wish you would have. But for some reason, your training power fucking kept you, kept you alive and kept you fucking conscious enough. Yeah, they took it out in the ring. Fucking Roddy and Jericho light each other's chests up with those chops. I mean, I watched uh, Ram Trash earlier today, and Jericho still had the fucking 
still had the fucking marks on his chest, even though it was probably like hour or two after fucking Dino Trash went off the air. I mean, these guys were laying the fucking chops on. Uh, went all throughout the arena. Like you like you said, Mangria had that perfect fucking spot. The the like the little fucking ledge way and the stairs. Uh they go outside, play right into uh loud Adam Cole baby to get into the match. I, I kinda was waiting to see if the J Jay's assholes were gonna get into it. They didn't. Loud Cole to to lower the boom. Roddy pick up that dub. Um, not a bad match. Uh, no. Prime was maybe the best thing that was on Dynatrash this week. So uh, not bad. Not bad at all. I'm only going to talk about three more things, and uh, then we can kill this horrible episode. Uh, we had Roddy versus uh, – Roddy. Roosh versus Jungle Jack. Roosh has his goons with him. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, Roosh, very aggressive, tossing Jack around. Jose provides neon green cable. Roosh busts open Jungle Jack before commercial picture in picture. Roosh grabs Jack's junk. What the fuck? I think Jose handed something to Roosh. Roosh escapes snare trap, then wipes Jack's blood on his chest. Roosh tosses Jack off of apron, over the head, belly to belly, suplex onto the floor. Holy shit, that looked bad. Jungle Jack wins with the most deadly in all of sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack gets jumped and assaulted by 10 Jose and Roosh. Darby and Sammy for the save. This is like the Avengers assembling the Kmart Avengers. Renee with MGF backstage. She asks a bunch of dumb shit. MGF smacks the mic out of her hand. Uh, main event Switchblade versus Absolute Ricka. Stocks. Juice is loose. I said this earlier. We are in Stark's country. Uh, here, crowd is hot. Switchblade focuses on Ricky's ribs. Fast action. Lots of near falls. Ricky might have hurt his left leg. Doesn't help that Switchblade tossed him over the top rope onto the outside. Mm-hmm. After modified Michinuku driver to Switchblade, ref did a bullshit count. His hand hit three. Anyways, Juice tugs at Ricky's foot, but that doesn't stop Ricky. He hits the spear. He is on a roll. Rochambeau time, but Switchblade digs in the eye of Ricky. The ref doesn't DQ that, by the way. Uh, Juice runs in with a chair, misses, and Ricky hits Juice and Switchblade. Then the ref DQs Ricky. Fuck you, ref. Which is it? DQ or no DQ? Doing Ricky dirty like that. Uh... Oh, I forgot about that segment. Anyway, uh, Sticks, Roosh versus Jungle Jack. Yeah. Yeah, an AEW botch fest. Jungle Jack about got, was about a couple inches away from me and fucking paralyzed on a belly-to-belly suplex. Roosh not giving two fucks about it. I mean, this... Uh, fuck this, man. I mean, I'm going to spend my time talking about Jay and, and Ricky. What a fucking waste of two guys. Two great talents. You had them going in the ring. You had the bobble with uh, with uh, Jay throwing Ricky outside the ring. It's a fucking end with that bullshit fucking juice coming in with the chair and all that fuck shit. I mean, it, 
I've talked about this before, and I'm probably going to continue to talk about this numerous times. This is the fucking thing I was worried about with them signing Jay White. I mean, this match, this match in New Japan wouldn't have had any fuck-ups like this. I mean, this match on New Japan, fuck, you put this, this would co-main a fucking New Japan pro wrestling fucking card. But this fucking match, main event match on Dynatrash, and maybe, maybe it finds its way onto fucking Double or Nothing. Probably, because, like, we all know, they're going to stack the card of, like, 40 matches, 10 hours, and they're still going to have some kind of fuck, fucked up ending. But, I mean, for a match that, on paper, and in our minds, I mean, fuck, Mangria, you, I'll even say fucking Jake. Jake could probably, probably would have booked this fucking match better on fucking Dynamite and we all know Jake barely watches fucking wrestling, and he could probably put a better fucking book, a better match than what happened you here. You know but, I can book a better fucking card than I this. Know, you can. I'm talking about fucking you. Jake. You said I mean, Jake. I'm talking about Jake. This fucking guy hosts a fucking wrestling podcast and barely can watch a goddamn fucking wrestling show on Hulu. Who? Lou. Fucking fucking sped up fucking 2.0 fucking wrestling match. It could do a better job. You would have made this a fucking masterclass. What's Tony Skeet do? Uh, we'll have fucking Juice tease it, and then he'll jump in the ring with a chair. Ricky will fucking hit him and the NJ with the chair, and the ref will actually pay attention to that. Yeah, this is this is the fucking shit of why Tony Skeets is such a shitty fucking book. So that's all I gotta say about those. Uh, Cesar, Roosh versus Jungle Jack. MJF smacks the mic out of Renee's hand, and then the main event wrestling match, Switchblade, Ricky. Yeah, it's pretty much everything sticks. Up. The, this could have been a better match between Roosh and Jungle Jack, but Roosh, yeah, Roosh was out here fucking around. Uh, you know, you trying to hurt? I don't know. He was mad today. I guess, I guess he ain't had no tacos in his lunch. You know what I'm saying? He had no Corona. The drink when Fast Ten was coming out or some shit. I don't know. Nigga was mad. Yeah, he almost injured Jungle Boy like three or four times. Where, where the hell did he get that green rope from? Why was it green? Right, neon green. So anyway, after after all the fuck shit, got it at the dollar store. You probably right. You know, Jungle Boy was doing his thing. Hits, you know, gets gets his shit in, and then yeah, they want to come save each other now because they they don't want no excuses. Come uh pay per view. So I guess we'll probably end for more of this fuck shit next week before we get to the pay per view. Uh, nobody cares about MJF. I'm surprised he was even there. Uh, uh, but yeah, here you go. We we got a banger. We got man on a roll on a heater trying to get back to that main event status. Absolute rigged stocks versus Jay White the Switchblade. What what I tell you guys? Well, I tell you, guys, I said they're gonna ruin this fuckery on TV, and then and then a chair finally a DQ. I think this is the the second DQ yeah. in AEW history, and that's how you're gonna keep prolonging this. Right, look, look, as long as we don't have that dumbass tag match, okay? If we have that tag match at this pay per view, I'm I'm burning some shit down. I'm burn. I'm going. I'm going to Jacksonville. You're right. I'm burning some shit down. I'm getting my DeLorean and kill Daddy Con so who don't even make Tony. So we don't have to see here on this bullshit, okay? Ain't nobody got time for this fuckery, okay? It was a hell of a match. Uh, Ricky on the outside. 
when he hit the dive. And the lady was like, come beat him, Ricky. He's like, I'm trying to whoop his ass. Oh, I'm trying, bitch. I'm trying to whoop his ass. Uh, yeah, Ricky, Ricky and Juice, you know, I mean, uh, Ricky and, and Switch going in the ring. Good shit. We know these two can wrestle. We know they're going to put on a banger. But yeah, they're trying to prolong this dumbass shit because they started it at the wrong time. And now they don't know what to do because they know this is some heat and they want to save this for the pay-per-view, but these niggas got two weeks to get there. And this is what happens when you can't book a show. Usually, usually it's, this is the bullshit time where they're booking shows for this eight-hour pay-per-view they're going to have. And I think they've only announced maybe one or two matches. Uh, still, fuckery, stupid shit, bullshit. Uh, this should have been a better had match. You you have them crackers, whatever, you know, what comes at the end, comes at the end. But, like, this this should have ended the show. It shouldn't have ended like this. He actually hit him in the stomach first, then hit him on the back. And when he hit him on the back, that's when the ref DQ'd him. Nigga, as soon as he hit him in the stomach with the chair, he should have been DQ'd and then just fucked him up. But, yeah, you know, AEW got AEW. Fucking, you know, Tony got that Booger Sugar everywhere, and he don't give two shits. Speaking of two shits, the actual end segment was Tony Skilbone. Pissed off in the ring, brings out old Don Callis. Security's on ramp. Piece of shit. Piece of shit, chance. They didn't censor it, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don proceeds to say, without him, there is no Kenny Omega. Omega out. Security and KFC stop him. Mox on the mic says, War is over. They have won. They are the elite now. Cucks come out with weapons, and then the crowd skeets because old Patch Hangman returns, and the fight begins as he's handed a broom. Again with the Patch AEW, really? 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 Really. Uh, Hangman hits stumbling buckshot lariat to the misfortune cookie, Wheeler Yuta. Hangman shouts on Mike, we are the elite then announces it'll be KFC versus the elite anarchy in the arena match at double or nothing. Cesar. Don't give a shit about this either. Yep. Talking about things that drag on too long, like, like JC and, and shit. This is definitely one of them. Not hangman's back. Is this the third year in a row? Somebody's won an eye patch on this fucking show. Four people have worn an eye patch. There's uh, uh, the Underfaker. She, she got black skeet in her skull. Yeah, she got black skeet in her soul. Moxley. Yeah, because he got hit by Jericho's spiky jacket. We got Hangman. Yeah. And there's one more, but I forget because I saw it on Twitter. Sure. Uh, that that cracker one one two. Uh, yeah. This this is the dumbest shit. Fine. You want to have Aaron Curry in the arena? That, that shit gonna take forty five minutes. Them crackers gonna be thrown everywhere. I hope somebody actually kills Wheeler Yuta. Uh, where's Sting when you need him? Oh, where's yeah. his racist ass? Probably Don't up in the say rafters. It three times. Don't say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it at this dumbass pay per view I watch. It. Uh, so yeah, hopefully he dies, and then uh, we can I guess move past this shit. Stupid ass shit. Sticks, thoughts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was Pac. Pac wore an iPad. Oh, yeah. Pac did have it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. 
It wouldn't be double or nothing without a fucking anarchy in the arena match. I mean, for fuck's sakes. I mean, why not make this fucking pay review a little bit longer than what it's probably going to be? Uh, we get the long, long, long awaited return of the elite, the reformation. Hangman comes out. All it took was three and a half years, and Don Callis finally turned on fucking Omega. I mean, okay, I mean, it's, it's nice Don Callis listed those accomplishments of what he thought he had a hand in helping Kenny do, but let's not talk about the numerous things that he did before he showed up. But, hey, revisionist history, I guess. Uh, yeah, got a brawl, that, that fucking slap nut. Fortune cookie fucking Wheeler Yuta takes the brunt of the fucking attack. I mean, that's the only reason why he's in that fucking group is by the way he can get hit with all the finishers and all the rest of the guys look fucking uh, look strong. So, I mean, like Cesar said, AEW going to AEW, and this is a, gay, a typical fucking AEW ending. So, what a better way to end down to trash. I kind of like that title better. <laughs> you're gonna aew facts well by the way sling tv attempts to save me from watching dyna trash when it cuts out and now my computer freezes when we're talking about is it about dyna trash because right now i have the modem butt chugging my my laptop right now that's why we're not freezing anymore because i'm closer to the fucking thing but uh yeah what a hell of a try <laughs> What a hell of a week of wrestling. Yeah. And it only gets busier from here. Next week, we should be uh, recording on a Saturday for our predictions episode. We got four tons of fucking wrestling to talk about and predict. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, watch APPW. New episode, new seasons of Dynamite and Sunday Night Skeet have started. It's a war this time. The views actually count. Support your favorite brand. Is it going to be Dynamite run by Lord Jake? Or is it going to be Sunday Night Skeet with the GM, Julius Caesar? We will find out who wins week two of the new season. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we always give that big ups. T O Stallion P.